Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Greetings podcast listeners from One Hope Church and all about the Etherverse. This is James with you again here on November 16th in the fall of 2023. And uh, it's a special day, November 16th. Uh, It's probably not well known why, but I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Or at least I'll walk you through why it is with kind of a little history lesson here. I'm going to start with the fact that we're in football season. And uh, we all know that. I think it's it's going pretty well. Um, Things are getting exciting. Seahawks won last week. Everybody's happy about that. The University of Washington Huskies won. Uh, I don't know what the Cougars did, but um, I hope all is well there. And even the Texas Longhorns managed not to lose, despite trying pretty hard to do so. So, good good weekend, good season, uh, and it's exciting. But at any rate, um, I raise that because uh, mentioning that I went to the University of Texas uh, back in those days when my wife and I attended, the Longhorns would play the Texas A&M Aggies on Thanksgiving Day, one of those Thanksgiving Day rivalries. And they called it the Turkey Day Shootout, for what I assume are obvious reasons, and uh, very original. I, I know. No one, no one else did that, I'm sure. Um, but at any rate, while we were there then, they moved it to Friday, Friday after Thanksgiving, and, um, you know, I don't really know why. Maybe the football players wanted to eat turkey dinner with their family, or maybe people didn't want to have Thanksgiving dinner and then go watch football. I don't really know. It doesn't matter. They moved it to, to Friday. And uh, that meant, you know, turkey day shootout doesn't apply anymore. And uh, so they pondered around, I think, probably had some committee trying to figure out, you know, what new snappy name can we come up with that can at least be as good as turkey day shootout. And uh, it's kind of a kind of a goofy problem um day after turkey day shootout it's just that's not going anywhere uh black friday excused absence from shopping shootout may have some merit at least as something that's appealing to a good demographic of the football a uh, football fan base myself included but it's pretty wordy um any rate they ended up settling on T plus one shootout, as in Turkey Day plus one shootout, which that's that just really sings, uh, don't you think? I mean, wow, that, that's something else. So at any rate, in that spirit, today, 11-16, is one day after the Ides of November, or what I call IN day. So today is IN plus one day. And that brings me to my point, which is that in celebration of IN plus one day, I'm offering a special offer. Seven verses for the price of six, because I really just cannot in good conscience do anything on Galatians 5, 2 through 6 without throwing in Galatians 5, 1 for free, which says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. And do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So, there you go. You're welcome. Now, theme of this, um, theme of this, uh, rest of this verse goes on to kind of discuss the, the specifics of circumcision. And that sort of leads me into uh, discussion a little bit about the theme we're following this fall of why did Pat pick that? And um, 
uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast on Galatians with a very similar kind of theme about law and then and not allowing the law to become a, a part of, of your salvation plan. And uh, at that time, I said, well, you know, those verses, why wouldn't Pat pick that? It's, those, are, those are key verses to the message of the gospel. Uh, in this case, you know, and, and this is another passage on the Galatians, similar theme. I think here, though, um, what Pat wanted for us in this is to have a deep and meaningful conversation on circumcision its history, its religious significance, its usefulness as, a, as an evangelistic tool of outreach. And, uh, well, okay, maybe not, maybe not that last one. But, but that really is kind of the point of the passage when uh, we get down to it. Because after all, circumcision started as a means for God's people, at least the male side of that, to be literally and physically set apart from other races. So in one sense, uh, it, it was a practical way to ensure that a man was, in fact, under the Abraham covenant before he was going to be allowed to marry a Jewish woman under that covenant and have children under that covenant. Uh, let's not forget that Genesis name, the book of Genesis name, means beginning, uh, and that, that word is is deeply rooted with the word genetics. They're both from the same source. So genetics and Genesis, one and the same about beginnings and really it's about life and beginnings of life and, and also the, the um, reproduction of life, carrying on of life. And this setting apart covenant was very central to, to, uh, to the concept of Israel as God's chosen people as a race that is biologically conceived and reproduced. And it was also, uh, circumcision at least, was an irreversible and kind of one-way ticket into that covenant that was really not very easily undone, if it could be. Uh, certainly not without a lot of pain and, and uh, cringing. So, um, and, and bear in mind, it was also imposed on the infant boys at eight days of age. So really, it was, it was there it was kind of locking, locking people into that with this unmistakable sign and no real going back um, for good or bad. And uh, there was some and there were some negative repercussions sometimes about that, or at least people perceive that. There is, in fact, a historical record in the book of Maccabees of Jewish men attempting to hide the fact that they were circumcised or disguise their circumcised selves. And don't ask me how, but... Um, because they wanted to take part in these gymnasium kind of halls of exercise uh, where the kind of elite and influential Gentile men of those cultures would go and exercise and work out and bathe in the nude. So, you know, if you're circumcised, you're gonna, you're gonna be, uh, you know, noticed <laughs> as not being, not being part of that Gentile club. So, um, so at any rate, into all this history and the long-standing sort of cultural importance of uh, circumcision, which would, which you know, the Jews considered a central part of making them distinctly Jewish, marking them as such. Uh, here we have these verses from Paul coming into play, and you know, frankly, a lot of the Book of Galatians is honestly kind of peculiarly uh, focused on this topic. 
and you know maybe that might strike you as odd unless you think about it for two seconds but here's a little mental gymnastics exercise i think that really gets the point across imagine now modern day uh, the effectiveness of an outreach message for one hope church that essentially says you know hey uh are you looking to be saved do you want to know how to be saved do you want to have eternal life want to know more about god's love for you great all you have to do to be saved is to accept the salvation christ won on the cross for you through his senatonian sacrifice and death which he freely offers you as a gift of grace and uh, oh also um here's a list of 600 plus regulations you're going to need to keep on everything from not murdering or stealing on down to how to handle yeast properly and uh, one more thing um guys you're gonna need to go through a um, potentially painful kind of form of cosmetic surgery and uh, no no it's it's not a tattoo nope not an earring uh it's 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 not even like cutting off a finger or anything it's um it, what you're gonna need to do you're gonna you're, you're gonna need to cut you're you're, you're gonna Okay, I, I hope you get hope you get my point there. Let's see what I mean. I mean, I can't even get the words out here in the near anonymity of a podcast. So uh, yeah, try putting that message in one of your tracks and handing that out on the street corner and see where it gets you. And it's worth bearing in mind that Paul himself was almost certainly circumcised, like all Jewish men, and had had it done as a newborn. But Gentile converts, the males, are not newborn boys. And so... You know, they probably saw this as a slightly bigger deal to sign up for. But beyond all of that, this really isn't just about circumcision. And that's why I felt it important to add that first verse to all of this. Because it's not just about that. It's not about taking down roadblocks that make it hard for the Gentiles to join the faith. These verses are really uh, much, much more about understanding the true depth of the gift of salvation that Christ's death and resurrection represent and that the freedom that we're given in that gift of grace is 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 what he wants us to have and that going back under the law is like voluntarily putting yourself back into slavery or servitude to that law so in my last podcast i talked a bit about the infinite nature of our sinfulness and the requirements for an infinite solution to that that only God's infinite grace can do the job. And once you accept that this infinite power of God had to be applied, um, then there's no point or use in adding anything to it. Adding one to infinity doesn't mean anything. Adding 600 plus doesn't mean anything. Adding 10,000 doesn't mean anything. The only thing that could be done, which Paul hints at here in, in some of these verses, is that you must keep the whole law then. You're obligated to do it all. That's a kind of different kind of infinity, an infinite sort of infinity of following the law perfectly in all its ways, shapes and forms every nanosecond of your life, as we talked last week. And Paul heavily implies here and states elsewhere in many places that this is just impossible for us. So obedience to the law is not possible. And Obedience to the law as a form of trying to earn God's salvation is, is, a, is a yoke of slavery.
So if that's not the way, then, then what does this do? Well, that I think is the second thing that Paul was talking about and worried about is that there is a thing that can come out of trying to do this, and that's that it creates a sort of personal pride in a whole new kind of being set apart mentality. But this time it's set apart within the church. It's the kind of setting apart that comes from getting a little bit of personal pride and maybe being just a little better than others in the faith, or a little more genuine than others, because we're doing something here ourselves too. It's, it's not just the baseline of Christ's death and resurrection that everybody gets. It's part of the, that, that's, that's the basic thing that, that, that brings you into the faith, but we, we're doing a little more. Um, this is the thing that Paul, I think, was really trying to avoid at all costs. And it's not because getting circumcised in and of itself was a bad thing, uh, if, if you so chose to do it, or even that trying to follow the law in, in some or as many ways as you could is good or bad. What's good or bad is that if you have the attitude that by doing that, you are somehow adding some little special extra ingredient to that salvation, and that little extra ingredient kind of puts you in a, in a higher spot, earns just a little bit more of God's love than those that aren't adding that special ingredient. And a little bit more of the law that you do, that a little bit more makes you a little bit closer to him. Um, but, but that's not the way it works. Uh, John 3.16, as we all know, says, it, anyone who believes in God's Son has eternal life. And in God's math, that means any one of us potentially is worth, at least in God's eyes, the price of that infinite sin sacrifice and that gift of grace. As we often all say, that even if only one person on earth needed Christ to die for him, Christ would have done that. And, and so that means uh, that all are worth that infinite gift. And if all are worth that, then who are we to look on others? who deserve that infinite gift of God's grace as being less deserving based on some little bits of elemental law that we might add in that don't make infinity any bigger at all because it's not possible to make infinity any bigger. So that I think is the message, uh, a twofold thing of don't put yourself back under the yoke. If you do that, that obligates you to everything. You can't do everything. And there's a danger here that in doing it, um, you get that kind of set-apart attitude within the church that God does not intend for us. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for these verses, and uh, thank you for the gift of the book of Galatians and the gift of grace from your death of your son and uh, his, his resurrection as the marker that we have eternal life simply by uh, the gift of your grace offered to us freely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, everybody. Go Seahawks and enjoy your IN plus one day celebrations. 